with your palate cruisers. Hey, welcome in everybody to a brand new episode of Audio Nuts, your pop culture palate cleanser. I am Eric Oldboy, online with the notorious R-E-N. What it do, what it do. What it do. It's been a minute, huh? Yeah, it's been uh, been uh, two, two, three weeks. We've been kind of off. I almost didn't have this episode as we were logging in, you were like, you were early, you were on time. I was so excited to get going and it all went haywire and I had to like completely refresh this whole stupid computer. Of course, like the one time that we were going to try to do it early is the one time. Nope. Yeah. Computer yeah. is not working. Computer's like, psych, you don't get to do it early. That's okay though. We're back. We're working. Everything seems to be operating correctly now. So that's, uh, that's good to go. Um, what's, what have you been up to? Oh, do you see my gamer chair? Oh, no, let me oh, see. Oh, 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 sweet. Look at mine. Yeah. My, uh, my wife was like, I need a new chair. My, this, my chair sucks. Yeah. And so, um, you know, when I first started, I made my, build my computer. I'm like, I'm going to get a gaming chair. And she's like, no. <laughs> you convinced her though, of the comfort of the gaming chair. No, and then one day she just came to me saying that I need a new chair and I want a gamer chair. I'm like, what? You wouldn't even let me get a gaming chair. She must have done the like the research and found out that even though they're gaming chairs, they're like super comfortable because they're meant for like obese middle-aged men to sit for 10, 12 hours at a time. Yeah. <laughs> and now that she's working from home, she's like, she's loving it because it's really helping her posture and her nice. back. I'm like, oh. Did it come with like one of those little pillows for your like your small of your back and then like the neck support pillow? Yeah. The I have the neck support, but then she's a little shorter. Yeah. So it's like hits her head like a pillow. <laughs> and so it's right right above the the back one. So it's like her upper back support. Nice. So she got the double back support. Yeah. That's yeah. dope. That's cool. Yeah. It looks honestly, I don't know what brand it is, but these they all kind of look the same, don't they? Like yeah. if, if I took the pillow out of mine. You look just like yours with those two holes in it. Yeah, just it looks exactly like that. But where you got black and white stripes, I've got red and white or red and black stripes. I might have a theme going on. Like I bought it for her, but it's yeah. really like it matches my headphones, everything. Yeah, you're a genius. <laughs> you 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 got the whole color scheme down. Looks cool. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. What else, what else you been up to other than like rocking new gaming chairs? Oh, uh, I'm in in playoff mode. Oh, I, I see. Yeah, you got your jersey game. on. Dame Lillard jersey on. Um, been drinking every like other night. <laughs> you know what we should do? You know, we um, uh, we record these for everybody listening, and then we post it a few days later. So it's like recorded on a Thursday and not posted to like a Monday. Maybe later this this particular week because it's a holiday. But um, let's pretend like we're already to Tuesday. Man, can you believe the Blazers uh, have won the last two games? Yeah. Wow, that's been, that's been that's been incredible. And we'll see if that holds up by the time we get there. Or if people are like, wait a second, they didn't win the last two games. Yeah. So they've been playing like every like other night or so. Yeah. And then we've been we've been going to like my uncle's house and he's been pounding beers after beers. Oh, let's go. It's a work night, but it's okay. That's funny. And you're able to show up without a hangover. Good on you. You know, immune. If you do it, if you do it too often, you're immune. 
speaking of beers, I have a hot, a hot beer take. Ooh. So um, for those who know and have been listening for a while, I've been uh, keto, then uh, carb light for over a year and a half. And so now I'm carb light. So I can have, I can have beer once in a while, but I'm still always kind of trying to find the better things. And all these like white claw type stuff, I think just tastes like garbage. It's not for me. Do you yeah. like them? Any, no. any seltzer stuff? I'm just like, no. Yeah. It's no, it's no bueno. It's not good. And so I'm usually pretty hesitant to try them because I've tried white claw. I've tried some of the other like famous uh, versions of it truly or whatever they're all called. And they all kind of taste the same. They taste just like LaCroix, you know, the LaCroix that like just fizzy, like bland, fizzy bland water is what I call it. Well, my wife came home uh, out of nowhere with these Bud Light seltzers and they look just like a White Claw. They're the tall, skinny cans and they claim they've only got like 70 or 90 calories or whatever it is. It's, you know, it's the, the skinny beers, right? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I don't like those. I go, I'll try one because it was like a variety pack or something. There was strawberry and peach and mango. And so she cracked, I think, a peach or a mango for herself. I, I cracked a, a strawberry. And I am here to tell you that they are so good. They no don't taste way. anything like the other ones. So LaCroix, uh, White Claw, Truly, all that garbage tastes the same. This tastes completely yeah. different. So don't be uh, pulled awry by the packaging and the fact that they're trying to look the same. It definitely tastes way better. I loved it. Like, you can't even tell it's alcohol. Like I could get, if it was a hot day, I could get, get absolutely just turned on those. Wait, so what's the, what does it taste more like than like a fruit drink or what? You know what it reminds me of? Do you ever drink those ice waters? So they're like they're like bubbly flavored water. It's yeah, called yeah, yeah. ice brand. And they come zero all sugar. Yeah, yeah, zero sugar, zero yeah, yeah. carbs. Yeah. Well, it tastes just like that, well, but with good, alcohol then. in it. Yeah. So nice. it's super good. Yeah. Way better than the, um, the other stuff. So uh, I give that a, a like five audio nuts, you know, because I Dang. enjoyed it that much. Yeah. We're going to have like a beer segment now. Yeah, we, we should. <laughs> There's an entire podcast dedicated to talking about alcohol and beer and microbrews. And I, I don't know enough. I'm just, yeah, I like to catch a buzz and that's about it. The only thing I know is I know how to drink it. So yeah, <laughs> pro level drinking. I usually don't discriminate either. It's like Man. if it's alcohol, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll have some. So um, yeah, no, I recommend them. If you haven't tried them out there, everybody should go and try them. And they are not a sponsor. So it's just me enjoying it. Wait, you said Coors Light? Uh, no, or Bud Light. Bud Light. They're called Bud Light Seltzers or something like that. I should have brought one. I don't know if it's against the rules to show it and stuff. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I dig mean, it. I mean, Bud Light wants to sponsor our show for, for an episode or something. Yeah, Shout out. No. Shout out Bud Light. What a plug. Yeah um uh, what else what else have you been into your 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 playoff bound you've been drinking um beta life for life oh, beta life uh, i've been i'm running low can you believe that i am oh, i saw you post a low. picture where you were like sending one person like six thousand fish it was amazing yeah there's one lady over in missouri oh missouri yeah yeah i uh, wanted 20 fishes so i packed up 20 fishes shipped them and hopefully they get there safely that's awesome. That's really cool. I'm glad that it's working. Yeah, it's it's amazing how like it's working. <laughs> like, what's going on? I'm I'm about to like get another pair just to breed. You know, be professional breed. fish breeder. Start again. So yeah. you were like you were getting bored of it. Then all of a sudden you started like hawking them really good again. And now you're like you want to do more. Yeah, I think it's the reviews, man. Like the reviews on my uh, eBay account has been very positive, and so people look at that and like, oh, this guy's legit. Nice. So. Very nice. Um, what else? Anything else? And that, uh, you know, we're 
been doing the usual uh, designing because we are yeah. a design company. We finally design. Yeah, shout out. We finally finished uh, Extreme Kicks. Their yeah. merch. Yeah, turned out, out pretty really good. good. Yeah, I I asked the the dude if like once he he actually prints it on a shirt, I would love to see it. So I'm waiting for that. I would like to score one rather than just see one. Tell them oh. it's a large over here. Oh, yeah. Can I get one medium, one large, please? Yeah, one medium and one large, please. That would yeah. be perfect. Yeah, so for you, I want to share on the socials, but uh, not yet. They won't let me yet because they're, yeah. they're not done with production. Sure. But it's basically a ninja wearing kicks. <laughs> ninja kicks. I love it yeah. so much. That's going to be yeah. dope. Yeah, it was a collaboration of both of us, so that's yep. pretty cool. Yeah, that's the best kind of design when we both get to work on the same thing. Yeah, and then uh, they say that they liked it so much that they might do like five more designs from, from us. I'm like, let's go. Let's go. Can I get that on paper for a <laughs> testimonial? <laughs> it's so amazing. I begged for more. Yeah. That's what she said. Yeah, you know, just try and keep busy. Good, 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 good. Well, we got a jam-packed, speaking of busy, we have a jam-packed show. Because like you pointed out, we've been missing weeks and I'm all, I'm so flustered. I'm trying to try uh, like calm down and find my groove because my computer was broken or not working. My my camera wasn't working. So I apologize if we come across anything that was supposed to have a web page associated to it because it's all been closed. <laughs> so uh, it depends on how we're going, how much of the news stories we do, and how much I could do from the dome because I lost all my tabs and I can't. Oh, uh, yeah, man. I can't. You can't read my news stories. But we're gonna start off, I think, right now with the healthy stream. All right, so uh, let's start with Disney Plus. Um, Bad Batch. Are you still watching the Bad Batch? Every week, man. Nice. Honestly, like uh, the way I would describe the Bad Batch is I really enjoy it. Like I, I definitely enjoy it, but I don't feel the same way about it the way I did about the Mandalorian or either of the Marvel shows so far where I like I have to see it right when it comes out because I'm super worried, worried about spoilers because there's not yeah. a lot of that happening. Yeah, I find myself doing that too because I don't really watch it right right on uh, Fridays. Right, I usually catch it on like the weekend or maybe even lunchtime or Mondays. Yeah, that's yeah. me too. Yeah, I yeah. end up watching it during the week, the following week. Like I literally just watched episode four today at lunch, and I oh, honestly nice. I liked all of them, but I honestly couldn't give a breakdown of episode three if you put a gun to my head because I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah, I think it's kind of like uh, it's kind of stagnant right now to where it. It's it's moving forward, but what's the plot? You know, like what's like they need something to happen. It's cool that they introduce uh that one chick uh Finnick? from is that her name? Yeah, yeah. Introduce her, but then it's kind of like, what's the tie-in? You know, so it got me thinking of Ooh. what the whole plot of the story is. Yeah, okay. And I feel like they're gonna do a uh, prequel to uh, Boba Fett. Oh, so before they did, what do you mean? Were they used Boba Fett? Wait, wait, explain yourself. I'm confused. Oh, yeah. Well, the new Boba Fett that's coming out, right? The TV show, right? Yeah. With Finnick and Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they introduced Boba Fett and Finnick and the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. but there's no like story behind it. And this is going to, oh. this is, the show is going to like go into that and kind of fill the, us in. Yeah. Cause there's one scene where, um, uh hunter was like she's well trained you know right and she's basically like a bounty hunter yes and we know that um in this timeline um uh boba fett 
is uh, like a kid or teenager, right? And he has his his squad of bounty hunters. That's right. So, That's yeah. right. Yeah. So what if like uh, she was trained by you know some of them or in the same group? And that's how she knew about Boba Fett or some shit, you know? I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's a cool idea. I, I agree that, I don't know if that's the plot, but I totally agree that they're trying to get us familiar with Finnick. Because if I'm not mistaken, her first appearance was in The Mandalorian. We've yeah. never seen that character before. Yeah. And now that she's getting her own show, this gives them an opportunity to kind of build up some backstory and things like yeah. that. And that was honestly, episode four was one of my most excited ones. I actually really enjoyed it. Because I, I was like, oh, it's the same voice actress and everything. And I'm like, this is great. I, I, I like it when they tie everything together so nicely yeah. with a bow. Yeah, you get a lot of like classic chase scenes and yeah, all the vehicles moving. That's pretty that cool. hunter guy, man, he straight up looks like Rambo. <laughs> Every oh, time yeah. I see him, I'm like, oh, Rambo. Yeah, I talked to our uh, Star Wars guru. Yeah, uh, in the bathroom we were like peeing together. Oh, He's like, "Hey, bro, nice. what do you think about that Bad Batch episode?" <laughs> A little bro time at the urinal. Yeah, yeah I hate talking in the bathroom, <laughs> but, uh, but he talked to me, so I had to talk back. But yeah. his his theory behind the whole Omega is that Omega is a clone of Hunter. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I'm like, whoa. That's, kind of maybe that's why he seems to have more of a paternal instinct towards her than the rest of them. Yeah, and then uh, this one scene where the Kaminoans was like saying that they can't use Django anymore because his DNA is breaking apart. Right, and so he's like, "Yeah, so rather than using Django, they use a uh, the Bad Batch and use Hunter because he's the lead." Right, because he's the best of the bad. They call him the Bad Batch, but they're like so improved in so many aspects compared to normal clones, and they were trying to keep that clone business. So that makes yeah. sense. So basically, they chose the alpha, the bad, and made a clone, and that's Omega. I like that theory, though. I think that's pretty good. Yeah, so we'll see. Yeah, so Bad Batch is keep on going. Um, did you see that they have a new show coming out on Disney for the Monsters, Inc. movies? So there's a television show called Monsters at Work. I saw and- like a thumbnail, but I never. I thought it was like fake, so I didn't click on it. It's no, real. It's, it's real. Yeah, it's oh, real. Shit. Yeah, so um, it's like a half hour, I think, uh, 3D animated sitcom starring our favorite monsters from Monsters, Inc. And then introducing a bunch of other ones. I think they're trying to grow the Monsters, Inc. world. It's it's all about the universes, man. Yeah, yeah. This is a perfect family show. So if anybody's interested in Monsters at Work, it's on Disney Plus on July 2nd. So that's not too far from now. They also announced that King the Conqueror um, and Ant-Man and Wasp um quantumanium he's going to be showing up possibly for the first time in the loki series so we we learned a while back a few episodes back that uh, kang the conqueror the dude from um lovecraft county or country or whatever it is country yeah that guy's gonna be kang which is super cool i I dig that casting um we knew that he was going to be the big villain in the new ant-man movie and so now they're saying that uh, we might actually get a glimpse of him or introduced to him first in the this new tom hiddleston loki series dope dope and that's coming out pretty soon so i'm excited for that yeah no that's gonna be super cool super cool uh, over on netflix you told me you were the one that told me this that they've renewed kim's convenience for a final season is it confirmed yeah i looked it up because you told me about it i got excited about it 
uh, season five, the finale season, whether it was meant to be the finale or not, it is, uh, comes out June 2nd. So we're literally what? like a week and a half away. Yeah. So that means they already had it made. How are you going to cancel a show that still has another season? What the heck? <laughs> I was like, what the heck? This is the best show ever. So if you guys are watching Kim's Convenience, you need to pop on Netflix. If you're like bored, you got nothing else to do. It's like an old school sitcom, but it's so funny. I really like it. And it has Simo Lee, man, the freaking um, Shang-Chi. <laughs> yeah, Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi. We got him in it. We've got the bro from Star Wars in it. I mean, it's loaded with good actors. I mean, it's just funny. I just really like it because it's funny. I just realized this. Is, is Simu the first, like, eye stock superhero? When you, oh, that's right. We did learn he was an eye stock. Right. He's got to be. Right. right? Because I remember we came up with that on another one. We were talking about how we try to get it and use it <laughs> for something <laughs> to make it look. We'd be like, have his picture says, I love audio knots or something. Yeah. <laughs> wow. They got him to endorse audio knots. Simu, I own you. Yeah. It's pretty neat that he's, he's gone from that kind of uh, career of just like doing stock photography. And now he's going to be a major motion picture star. Cause this is, this makes stars. That's what Marvel does. Yeah. I think one thing that I like about him is that he is a man of the people. You know, he he's very relatable, like how he, you know, posted that uh, men's men's health cover. Like he's yeah. like the first East Asian, which was false because he forgot that Jet Li. Oh, was... <laughs> he didn't know his facts. Yeah. But then he's like, he tweeted out. He's like, uh, do you know how many weeks a boba had to, get, <laughs> had to give up? To look like this, and I'm like, yes, I drink boba too. You're like, I'll drink your boba so you can stay fit. Yeah, so he's a funny guy. He's a good guy. I was surprised on uh, the Twitters that all the people were trying to say he was ugly. I'm like, what is wrong with you people? This guy is just just absolutely shredded. And I don't get where people would be like, oh, this dude's ugly. I'm like, what's wrong with people? They're just so mean. Because yeah. you, you said that during Kim's Convenience. I mean, not yeah. that he's ugly, but he's a good-looking, fit dude, you know? Yeah. And so it's just weird that people go at him like that. Yeah, I think you even called it out during that time we were talking about Kim's convenience. If you go back and listen, I think you called out that he should, he should be a superhero. Yeah. Yeah, because he's like... <laughs> I think I might have. Yeah, yeah. Maybe uh, Kevin Fehe or Fag or whatever his name is listens to this this podcast, and he's like, dude, that's a good casting call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm doing that's it. Good stuff. Um, have you watched also on Netflix? I, I saw this trailer and I haven't watched it yet. And it's been out for quite a while, but the Mitchells versus the machines, it's like an animated series. And I remember a long time ago, it was supposed to be a theater movie. Then it came out on Netflix and I kind of didn't ignore, I kind of ignored it. You know, I have older kids, but then I saw that it was made by the producers of the spider verse and people were loving it. It wasn't just the critics that were liking it. Like the fans were loving it. I thought, well, you know what? This old man's going to watch it with or without my family. But I haven't yet. Have you seen it? Uh, um, I caught the ending of it because my sisters were watching it. Did they like, like it? I said, what is this? Looks just like uh, uh, Incredibles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they really liked it. They said it was really good. I saw the ending. So I kind of got the gist of the storyline. and It looked pretty good. It's like basically a wholesome uh, uh, family animation, you know. Everybody hates each other, and they and they, you know, <laughs> then they have to work together to avoid the apocalypse. Yeah, but then it's kind of funny how like the villain of the show is. Oh, really? Yeah, is the villain a, a robot or 
Yeah, it's like a phone. <laughs> so really, it's a, they're kind of like teaching us something that the real villains in our life right now are our yeah. phones and all the yeah. crap, our devices that we can't get away from. Yeah. yeah, and then they teach you a moment at the end too. So Nice. Well, those are the best kind of kids movies. So I might actually have to tune in. So anybody who's bored or has kids and hasn't seen it yet, The Mitchells versus The Machines is on Netflix now. And I'm kind of sad that we didn't talk about it earlier because I guess it's been out for almost not quite a month, but about three weeks. And I'm just like, that looks pretty good. I'm going to have to watch it. Maybe I'll watch it by the time we um, do our next podcast. Yeah. Um, well, here's the next big surprise. You know, we were shocked that Kim's Convenience had come back for season five. I about like lost my mind when I read that Master of None season three was on. I'm like, what the heck? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so I got, I got, dude, I got so jacked. I'm like, oh, I love Master of None. I'm glad they finally relaxed on Aziz because you know I'm all about you know doing the right thing if a guy's a scumbag he, he should get it you know the whole me too thing but it turned out that he didn't do anything wrong and I think pretty much everybody knows that now so there was no reason for him yeah. to be yeah get it's, shamed it's the people they assume it's like people reading headlines they assume they want to cancel him but yeah we want to cancel everybody before we know yeah. the facts and that one lady said you know I'm I'm don't I don't want to do anything but I'm just Letting it out, putting it out there. And then like, yeah, oh. and if you actually read her account, yeah, he did not meet to her. And so, like, she deserves her opinion. That's perfectly fine. But the guy doesn't get deserve to get canceled for it. And so that's what took so long for them to meet, make uh, Master and Nun season three. And I thought, well, oh, I can't wait. This show is so good. It's both kind of funny and smart and cute and romantic and all that stuff. And like a good sitcom-y, like really indie looking type show. Yeah. And it doesn't even star him what <laughs> yeah so this is do you remember the sidekick lady um there was the, the african-american friend that yeah, was yeah. a lesbian yeah and so she's the star of master and nun season three and the whole thing is is completely changed the whole like the vibe everything about the show is completely changed where it's kind of like this slow buildup of her romance with her girlfriend and their weekend away and that's the entire show and there's oh, still man. the same characters. And Aziz has like a couple moments in the beginning where he talks to him before they leave on their thing. And that's it. But he directed all the episodes. So this is a more thoughtful version of something, but it's not the same at all. So I have a feeling that if you like season one and season two, you, you probably won't like season three, at least not for the same reasons. Yeah, because, you know, Aziz is the show. Yeah, I mean, that's why you tuned man. in. Yeah. to see and his story i didn't feel was complete you know he had gone to italy and done all this stuff and i wanted to see more about his return to america and so it is kind of a bummer that that's this is the direction that they decided to go but uh, to be fair i haven't watched it yet so i don't know that's crap but having yeah. only seen the trailer i think it's crap because <laughs> <laughs> you know that's what we do right you cancel things before we know what's going on yeah because like they're they're in lunch day i was like gonna put on my show yeah, and I jumped on Netflix just for fun to see like what's what's uh what's out. Yeah, it's like what Master and None. Yeah, is it crazy? It's like yeah. were you excited for half a second? Now I've I've like rained on your parade. Yeah, I might have to like watch the trailer only now. Yeah, I mean you can give it a shot. I might still give it a shot if I get if I get bored enough. But uh, it, yeah, it, theme wise, it's fine. But it just looks slower paced. It doesn't look like it's a com- comedy at all anymore. It looks like a very serious kind of like relationship drama which is fine i mean there's lots of shows like that are good but that's not normally my personal cup of tea yeah we're gonna get canceled because we're not supporting 
No. <laughs> it has nothing to do with any of that. It just that's it's just not the same show. I, in fact, I if I was them, I would have changed the name maybe. You know what they should have done is like whatever I can't remember her character's name is, or, or called it something else and then been like part of the Master and Nun series or something like yeah. underneath it. Make it Aziz universe, you know? <laughs> yeah, everything's like you said about a universe. Yeah. Yeah. It all comes back around. The Aziz universe. That'd be amazing. Um, over on Hulu, I've been I have been watching a show on Hulu uh pretty much every day at lunchtime, but I've been watching Modoc. Oh, I forgot about that one. Have you watched any Modoc? No. Dude, it's funny. So uh Modoc is essentially robot chicken. So if anybody out there has watched um a lot of robot chicken and they enjoy that. Imagine that style. It's all like stop motion. So they actually are. I looked up. It's stop motion. It's not um, computer animated. So it's even more impressive when you think about how much work goes into it. But uh, MODOK is funny. Um, It's based on the Marvel comic book character MODOK. It's voiced by Patton Oswalt. And it goes kind of like the storyline covers like how everything kind of goes wrong. So at the very beginning, he's running AIM. AIM is like his company and he's trying to kill the bad guy or the good guys because he's the bad guy and he's going bankrupt. He's out of money. So he ends up getting bought out (laughs) so that he can stay in business by this like big company and he doesn't like being controlled. So a lot of the season is him fighting with this new company that owns him who we are slowly learning has some sort of secret alternative, which I haven't quite gotten far enough to see what that is yet. And then his wife, uh, divorces him in like the second episode <laughs> it's him trying to reconcile with his ex-wife constantly and so it's really pretty funny it's it's a show about a guy who's down on his his luck but he just happens to be a giant floating villain head <laughs> that's funny yeah i i enjoyed it though so um i've seen i don't know how many episodes there are but i've seen like six of them and they're only a half hour um the animation style is good it's silly it's one of those things that you're not gonna like just die laughing the whole time but it's a perfect lunchtime show when you're looking at your phone too and you kind of look over like okay that's funny i like that (laughs) you know because then they reference like there's one scene where um he takes credit for his like number one's kill he's like oh my gosh you killed one of the main avengers I mean, this Avenger is so big. We don't even have to say who it is. It's the biggest Avenger. Everybody knows who it is. This is going to change the timeline if they were making movies or something. <laughs> of course, they don't ever just show like legs sticking out from a pile of rocks. It just it was so funny. And I like those kind of like silly jokes where they almost make fun of themselves along the right, way. Right. I dig it. Yeah, I totally dig it too. Um, over on HBO Max, I watched The Nevers. And surprisingly, I like the Nevers. The only thing that got me was the ending. The ending takes a really hard right. But before the ending, and the ending, but before the ending, I was actually really enjoying that show. I thought it was pretty good. What did you think about the Nevers? Well, after you told me about the crazy ass ending, I'm like, man, I gotta give this try again. Yeah. So my wife and I watched it. She really, really likes it. She's just like, what? She, I was like, all right, one well, episode done. I'll watch it tomorrow, you know. But she's nope. Yeah. Again, again, and we know binging the whole you know, watch the whole thing in one more, sitting more, more. But, um, yeah, it's a it's an okay show once you get to uh know more of the story and the characters, it gets better. And, like you said, the ending, which is like, wait a minute, yeah, god damn it, this again, I freaking hate it, man. I don't want to give away the ending for too many people, but um, the show has really good acting, like, I was really impressed with the acting. I thought the story was pretty interesting. The effects are pretty good. 
the location and the sets are just gorgeous. So they do the yeah. whole Victorian thing really well. Um, yeah, I, I really liked it. It was strange though, is the ending does take a hard right. Like it was like, they really wanted to trick us. So like at the end of like, Oh, like I literally thought I was watching the wrong television show that I paused and like tried to make sure, okay, it says it's the never. So I'd watch yeah. some more, watch like 10 minutes. I'd pause it again. And I backed all the way out. I'm like, am I watching the right thing? And then I'm like looking online. I'm like, is this what it's supposed to be? And they're like, yes, this is it. So yeah, it has a really crazy hard turn of an ending. Yeah, I think people watching, oh my gosh, mind blowing and love it. Yeah. You know, maybe you'll love it, maybe you won't love it. But uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty good for that kind of show. Um, I guess they had uh, fired Josh Sweden about halfway through and it didn't seem to really hurt the quality of it. Um, honestly, the only bad acting was the last episode when they kind of changed scenery on us. Those actors that they introduced weren't as good for some reason, and I don't know why. But uh, otherwise, I thought it was really good. I like all the actors, the characters, and they had this like they did go kind of full Game of Thrones. So if you're not into just Victorian X Men, uh, you could tune in just for the like the extreme amount of nudity they randomly threw in in the middle of this series. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it was like no nudity, no nudity. Boom! Oh, everybody's getting naked, even the main stars. I'm like, holy smokes, what's happening? Yeah, because like I only watched up to episode two, but if I stuck with it to episode three, I would have been all in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you just want yourself a really good adult-oriented show with lots of boobs, uh, yeah, it goes there about halfway through the season. HBO Max, man. I mean HBO. Yeah. So they, oh, they had to max out the nudity. But um, <clears throat> to be fair, there was dong too. Yes, yeah, it was like I said, it was it went full Game of Thrones because we we're getting yeah. full blown nudity across the yeah. board, men and women. Yeah, and so and it worked with the plot though. There was a few times where it's kind of like, oh, they're just showing us boobs because because I'm like, they didn't need to show her boob right there, but they did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she could have just like you know show off this piece, but you no. Know. See, you know exactly the scene I'm talking about because it was it was a little uh, gratuitous, as they say. Yeah. But you, so, know, you know, it matches the character, so it makes sense. Yeah, that's true. It does. It did play well with the character development, and so uh, yeah, uh, Nevers. I would, uh, I'd give it a six and a half, seven. It was, it was better than average. It wasn't amazing. I guess the only downside is they have renewed it for season two, but for because of COVID and how much I guess effort and effects that go into it, we won't be getting season two until twenty twenty three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that's a long it. time. Wait, what, what was your rating? If you're gonna give it a number, um, I had it like a seven, and then it went down because of the ending. The ending, it was like God, it's, I hate, I hate those movies. <laughs> yeah, but maybe it'll all make sense, you know? Man, I don't know. Who knows? Because now like, we, we get an explanation though of why we got a fair explanation of why they, everybody had powers, which was cool. Yeah, I thought that part was pretty cool. It makes yeah, sense. Because it could have dragged that kind of stuff out for seasons and seasons, you know? Yeah, yeah um over on amazon prime i don't really have any tv news but uh, i saw that amazon purchased the uh, mgm entertainment for nine billion dollars so that gives them rights to james bond and uh pink panther and what else did it say it was like movies that i'm like who cares if you had your tabs open you wouldn't know i know i told you i had to do this all from from the dome (laughs) But uh, yes, they're talking about uh, making a James Bond TV series, uh, which might be kind of cool. Uh, they're having to reintroduce a new James Bond anyways, because, you know, every so often they swap out James Bond with a new actor, a new young actor. 
now that Daniel Craig's moved on to just making Knives Out movies, which is probably more suited to his age. But uh, I guess the strangest thing about the James Bond that I didn't know is it's owned by MGM owns the rights. Uh, this group of this family actually owns James Bond. They're called like the Pickles or something. It's like something really hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And so like the Pickle family like owns uh, James Bond and they get the last and final say. So Amazon could want to do something and they have to ask the, the Pickle family first if it's okay. So it'll be interesting to see because they've never wanted to do television before. Yeah, because they were worried about ruining the the theatrical versions of James Bond. So I'm wondering if Mr. Pickle will be okay <laughs> with it this time. I bet you when when they decided to go yes TV, and then they like um, cast a black actor to play James Bond, and then people are going to cancel it because you know it wasn't good enough to be in theaters. So they decided to. Yeah. Oh, I see where you're going. It'll be damned if you do, damned if you don't. So they'll get the people that don't want a black James Bond will be mad. The people that do will say, Well, you just gave him a TV series instead of a movie. Yeah. 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 You're absolutely you called it. That's that's absolutely right. I guarantee you that will in fact happen. But then again, that's America though, man. Get canceled no matter what. Yeah, it doesn't take uh it doesn't take much. Ask Aziz. Mm-hmm couple other tv tidbits that i have um did you see they're making a rick and morty spinoff uh it's going to be exclusive well not exclusive but it's going to be on hbo max and adult swim which i believe is the cartoon network at nighttime um called the vindicators do you remember those episodes yeah yeah, yeah. those are those are one of the best episodes yeah i am so pumped that they're making a spinoff with vindicators i feel like we're getting more we're talking about a universe we're starting to get more and more stuff that's animated rick and morty style with that kind of humor like solar opposites and now the vindicators yeah and i'm I'm just i'm excited because those are the kind of stuff i like i think it's fun yeah i think i have a t-shirt that's a mashup of the vindicators and avengers nice <laughs> so they made like each avenger look rick and morty style or yeah like uh, rick was iron man and all the other vindicators were other characters Nice. So you're ahead of the game. You've already got the T-shirt for this new TV show before yeah, it even came out. Um, I got some sad news for everybody who likes TV like we do. Uh, the, this is the time of year where they start canceling shows that you won't ever get to see again. And some of them I know that Rin won't care about, but I've got one that's going to break his heart live on live on air. Um, <laughs> uh, the first one that I saw that was canceled that was a, a pretty prominent show was called The Unicorn. Did you ever watch The Unicorn? You told me once you don't watch a lot of network TV, so you may not yeah, have seen it. That is correct. Unicorn is actually pretty good. It was a sitcom about a widower. So his wife had died and his friends were like, and his daughters were always trying to help him get out there and date. And it was on for two seasons and it was well acted. It had pretty much everybody that was in the TV show Ballers <laughs> had somehow moved to be in this show. So I really enjoyed the unicorn. Uh, so I, I'm personally kind of bummed that that one got canceled. The other one that was overdue and deserved to get canceled, but was oh, another big name TV show, is American Housewife. Uh, American Housewife uh, starred uh, what's her face? I feel like her name is Katie. Or maybe that was just her character's name. I don't know. But she's the one they lived in like a rich people town, but they were normal people and they always had to deal with all the rich people and that show i think is kind of overdone it was it was done so it's it's finally going to be over oh it's a kathy mixon kathy mixon that's her name in the show in uh, america oh, in real life and her her uh, show name is katie otto 
Oh yeah, that's the one. So her show got canceled. She used to be on Mike and Molly too. She was the sister of Molly. Um, Truth Seekers was another show that I gave a, a positive review to. That was an Amazon original with the guys from uh, Shaun of the Dead. So Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, I think. Yeah. I mean, I'm doing good without my tabs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that was a great show. It was fun. I really enjoyed the first season. That was that he was a cable guy that also happened to be a paranormal investigator. <laughs> And so it had that kind of like really dry British humor that either you love or you hate. And I enjoyed it and that got canceled. So that one's not a huge shock on it. You know, it doesn't really surprise me, but it is kind of sad. Oh, on that one. Oh, on that note. Isn't it funny seeing uh, Nick Frost play like the Beggar King in uh, the Nevers? Yeah. And you know, I, I really like Nick Frost as an actor, but I'm kind of concerned for homeboy's health. Yes. Yeah. Every time we see him, he's a bigger dude. And as a former big dude, I'm like, bro, like I'm going to find him on Twitter and just start sending him keto recipes because I really enjoy his humor. He's great. And he's making me nervous because he's getting at that age and he's got to be three plus. And I'm just like, what are you doing? Yeah, it looks like he's eating that Willy Wonka blueberries. You know, it's like getting more round and round. Yeah, he's a very round, fat man. Because there are yeah. some guys that kind of just protrude out. Some guys get kind of wide and bulky. He's just like a straight up ball with a head. And he's such a good actor and he's so funny. So yeah, Nick Frost, yeah, it's, I love him in pretty much everything he's in. I just want him to be in more things. So don't go all John Candy on us. Yeah. The best, the best Nick Frost was Nick Frost in, uh, Into the Badlands. Oh, it's like a Kung Fu show. On, I know the uh, show. AFC. I didn't know he was in that. Yeah. He's in there and he, he, he knows Kung Fu and it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> Now I kind of want to watch the show just for yeah. that. I had no yeah. idea that Nick Frost was in Into the Bandlands. Yeah. I liked him in Shaun of the Dead. I liked him in Hot Fuzz. I liked him pretty much in anything where he shares the screen with Simon Pegg because they're always funny. And then here's the one. Here's the oh, one that's no. going to make you sad. Um, your number one show of uh, 2020, I believe, uh, has been canceled. Remember we did our, our end of the year best of. And you're like, this is my number one show. And because I picked I picked Picard and <laughs> you picked Utopia. You Utopia has been canceled, which is the biggest bummer because that show ended on such a cliffhanger. It was so good. You guys screwed up so bad. Yeah. Damn it, dude. That was the best. Nobody talks about that show. That's probably right. why nobody watched it. It was a great show. Yeah, we need to start a petition and get it put on like a different streaming service because that is the best show that's been canceled in a while. Netflix, do us a solid again. Yeah, Netflix, <laughs> HBO Max, one of you guys, maybe one of these other six million streamers, pick it up. It's probably because it's too like timely, man. Yeah, that was that's really what hurt it, right? It was, yeah. it was too on the nose for what was happening in our environment, and people didn't want to have to watch that when they were living it. Yeah, but it was so well done. It's just yeah. unfortunate because it was incredibly well done. Man, but uh, man, that sucks. <laughs> oh well. Oh, Netflix. and then I almost forgot because it's, it seems like it's, it hasn't been that long. We have to review Army of the Dead. This is, should be their biggest review because we, we oh, did not review this last yeah. week, and it just came out. So um, before we wrap up the healthy stream, uh, yeah, uh, Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead debuted on Netflix and in select theaters, as they like to say these days. Um, what did you think? What did you think of Army of the Dead? I thought it was a fun little um zombie show. I mean, yeah. 
And then after I watched it, and the more I thought about it, the more I disliked it. I kind of feel the same way, but I think it hit me more as I was watching it. So like the first, honestly, the opening sequence I thought was great. It felt very Suicide Squad silly. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to love this because we're getting all this stuff. I mean, like dumb shit's happening. Like guys are paratrooping into like zombies for some reason. Yeah. Like, why did you do? <laughs> we thought that was a good idea. But I loved it. Dude, I loved how straight and silly. Yeah, it was like purposeful silly, right? And he had the guy getting out of his like giant saw for cutting open cars. And he never even used that later. Like why they kept showing it to us. And they like prepped us with all these cool characters doing cool stuff. And the whole thing was going to be set in the light, you know, city of sin with lights and showgirls and this and that. And then it kind of didn't touch on a lot of those things. Yeah. It kind of just dragged for most of the movie. And then I, I feel like it set that tone, but it never got that tone back. And then Zack Snyder trying to be like the artist that he is and Zack Snyder did. And it's kind of like, uh, it looked like he filmed it with like a DSLR and just like blurred the edges around the whole damn thing. Yeah. He filmed it with the setting we have on right now. That's yeah. The entire movie was filmed that way. He was like, what is this bokeh effect? I love it. Whole movie. The whole movie. <laughs> and if I don't use that, I'll give everything a vignette because that makes it feel small. I don't know. Yeah. It was strange. His filming technique was a little little off. Yeah. And he, he's like, yeah, we got to um, oh, edit a. Tig, what's her name? Tig, Tig Nataro. We've got to edit her in. Easy. Blur out the edges. Done. <laughs> we don't want it just to seem like she's the only one that's blurred. So we'll blur the whole damn movie for two and a half hours. We'll have a blurry zombie fest. Yeah. But there were some cool moments. I mean, there were some ideas in it that were unique. Um, I kind of enjoyed the idea of the smarter zombie. You know, you have the spoiler alert. I, I think we can get into spoilers on this. So if yeah. you haven't seen the movie, uh, tune out for just a second. But um, they have like a zombie king and queen kind of action going on, which was kind of neat. Um, we learned that maybe it's not a zombie at all. You know, they hint at the beginning that it's some sort of alien thing. And I'm thinking now after I thought about it some more, it's a virus, right? Some sort of alien virus maybe yeah. is doing it. Because um, did you see or did I dream? Was there one of the zombies that had like glowing eyes at one point? There's a few of them. Yeah, so that's something they didn't even talk about. They didn't tell us what the hell was going on there, why these certain zombies had glowing eyes. Yeah, it's it's Zack Snyder being Zack Snyder. Like, look at all these Easter eggs. I'm, like, trying to build this other, this other universe. And then he's, like, giving, you know, basically just ideas for you to, like, think about, like, I could expand on this. I could expand on this. You know, certainly. It almost feels like he makes movies hoping he'll get to go back and redo it. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not really the Snyder Cut. There's a better one where I explain all the stuff that doesn't make any sense. All he wants is a Snyderverse. If he can't do it with DC, he's going to try to do it with zombies. Yeah. and uh, But his zombies were kind of... We've seen so many good zombie things these days from early seasons of The Walking Dead to just like really a lot of good, interesting takes on zombies. And I'm a huge zombie fan. Yeah, yeah. Um, his zombies felt kind of average. Like I like other than the, the few things that they don't really tell us about, like glowing-eyed zombies and stuff like that, um th there were some fast ones or some dumb ones there were some that like went into hibernation because it didn't get like watered enough or something and like i was like if you're gonna have like that was such a cool like he would give us these concepts and then just not follow yeah. through yeah. you have two and a half hours oh these zombies are all dried out but hopefully it doesn't rain why not have the sprinkler system go off and like you like built this whole foreboding thing that's gonna happen and then nothing really happens yeah the whole movie it's a concept basically 
Yeah, he would tell us things and then not follow through on any of it. Oh, hey, this guy is a YouTube trick shot artist. He's doing all this cool shit. Oh, wait, his girl's in trouble. No trick shots. <laughs> Zero. And then he's over it instantly. He doesn't care after the whole thing's over. It's like, what is happening? Like I said, the more you think about it, the more you're going to hate it. <laughs> so I'm going to try not to overthink about it. But uh, yeah, this movie, it kind of drags the ending. The, we, yeah, when you really think about it, it's like, why did yeah. they even pretend to do a, a a bank heist? You know, they were only there for the zombie king's head. Why even pretend the heist? We, they're paying them all anyways. What do they care? And like, it's it's the worst when you involve like uh, emotional teenagers in there. I was like, oh God, yeah, God damn it, just stick to the mission. No, I gotta, I gotta say go my one friend that my one friend that doesn't even matter. I have to go out for this plot device that we've purposely stuck here. So we have to like make everything go awry. Yeah. It was like, and she knew that if she goes off on herself, she was going to die. And what did she do? She went off on herself. Like God. Stupid. And they killed like everybody, like everybody died or turned into a zombie. And the, the best character for me was the safe cracker. Oh, like, yeah. I thought he was super cool. Like I really enjoyed his acting. I've never seen that guy in anything, but now I wish he was in more things. Cause he was great. Yeah, like on top with all the crazy stuff you that you talked about, and then yeah. Zach Snyder threw in the stupid like time travel time loop crap, and they're like, "What the crap is this, man? Are you suggesting that they are in a different timeline?" And so they like, came out of nowhere. Yeah, and the safe is like a portal or some shit. Like this is so stupid, Zach. Dude. That was yeah, that was really weird and came out of absolutely nowhere. And when you even think about the fact that they need to break it into the safe, why do they need a safe cracker when at the beginning? The dude's like, oh, I need you to break into my safe. <laughs> well, homie, if it's your safe, why do we need a safe cracker? Give us the, the combination. So stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you're like, right. The more I think about yeah, it, the more I get mad. Zombie, uh, like alien zombies, time travel, nothing makes sense. A bunch of like ideas. Possibly robot zombies. Yeah. And Zach just basically, you know, like a whole melting plot. Like, look at my universe in one movie. Yeah, zombie tigers. Can, yeah, look what I can do, you know, sort of thing. I had hoped it would be more fun. Like, I could have excused all the nonsense if it would have just been pure mayhem. Yeah, but he took beginning. too long trying yeah. to be emotional, you know, sticking Batista in, like, little tiny glasses like he's in, like, uh, Blade Runner and trying to make us, like, think he's a good actor. And I'm just like, come on, bro. This is, this is not great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you just have to watch it for what it is. And don't think about it. Just watch it. Zombies, killing zombies. Everybody dies always at the end. Every zombie movie. And that's it. Yeah. it's. But to be fair, it's not the worst zombie movie I've watched in the last 12 months. That one goes to that dead movie with Bill Murray in it. What was that movie called? The, the Dead Don't Die. The Dead Don't Die is by far the worst zombie movie I've seen in the last one. Maybe the worst movie I've seen in the last 12 months. <laughs> So I actually I, like that one. You like that movie? Slow, the dead and, slow and dry and hilarious. It was not hilarious. It had one joke. <laughs> the entirety of the movie had one joke. What are these? They're zombies. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, what do you give it? What's your What's your final nut review? Oh, you. Um, when I first finished it, I'm like, man, this movie's fun. Like, uh, I gave it like a seven. Yeah. And then as I thought about it. I was like, why why did this happen? Why did that happen? And I fell all the way to like three for me. Yeah. So that's that's a pretty fair review. I think I'll go with a three, two. Um, it's well below average, even for a zombie film. 
Um, if you're a, a Zack Snyder diehard, I'm sure you're going to watch it and love it. Um, other than that, everybody else could probably skip it and watch something else. Yeah, like, for example, if the Alpha was so smart to make a helmet for him, how come he's the only one wearing the helmet? Like, what the hell, dude? <laughs> exactly. You're smart enough to put the helmet on because that's your only weak point. Why not put it on all the zombie bros? You could have had a whole bunch of guys. It's called Army of the Dead, and there was no army. Like, oh, no. stupid. It should have just been like big bunch of the dead people. Yeah. And, okay. And he looked more like a vampire than a zombie. Just saying. And then he impregnates <laughs> the other zombie, and then he gets all sad when they chop off her head, sheds a tear. Yeah. Maybe like the the Snyder Snyder cut. <laughs> He's like extended scene, and there's like a zombie sex scene or something. That would have saved the movie, honestly. <laughs> That's something we have not seen. And so at least that would have been unique. So uh, whatevs. Whatevs. Um, I have uh, one NF. Well, I have two small NFT bits that I thought we could hit up before we take a break. Who's down with NFT? Who's down with NFT? Who's down with NFT? Who's down with NFT? Uh, Dan Harmon. You know, we talked about uh, Rick and Morty a little bit ago. Dan Harmon of Rick and Morty. Is he in trouble again? No, he is not in trouble this time. (laughs) Give it time. Um, He's creating the first ever animated series that lives exclusively on blockchain. So you can actually, I guess, buy components of this thing. I don't know how it's going to work. But uh, yeah, Dan Harmon has a blockchain animated cartoon coming out. Uh, I think it's going to leave live on Ethereum somewhere via maybe Adult Swim or Harmon something. I don't know. How does that shit work? I'm I'm so confused right now. I am too, because like, can you own parts of it? How do you view it? Is it going to have like? I'm really curious to see this conceptualized because um, they made a big deal about it, but I really don't understand at all how it works. It's like you buying. Um... You know how, like, when, for example, The Flash came out, you could buy, like, the whole season? Yeah. Maybe it's, like, episode one as an NFT. You could buy this, and it's yours. Oh, I guess that would make sense. So, <laughs> I don't know. episode, maybe it's only 15 minutes, right? Because there's some cartoons that are 15 minutes. A 15-minute episode, and you buy it, and there have been 40,000 copies of it, and you can try to get one of the 40,000. <laughs> can you imagine, though, if you're, like, doing it, then all of a sudden you can't get, like, the middle one? Oh, how does it end? <laughs> that's how That's how you, you make demand. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, it might be super clever. I don't know. So you're saying that Quibi should have been NFTs? It should have been. They Damn. missed the boat. Yeah, they they wasted that bajillion dollars on, you know, ended up selling to Roku. Um, and one other small NFT tidbit. You remember the old school Charlie bit my finger yeah. video? Yeah. It's like one of the first video memes way back in the day where the baby bit the hell out of the other kid. Yeah, we, we uh, spent a whole class in college in our design class just watching it and making fun of it and how amazing it was <laughs> well that class can be no more because wow. they've, removed, they've removed it from youtube and the only one person owns it they sold it as an nft uh for seven hundred and fifteen thousand dollars. so one human being now owns charlie bit my finger and the rest of us don't get to see it anymore what did was it charlie that sold it uh, I'm hoping whoever owned it sold it because that's wow, that's what a win. Talking about like extending your 15 minutes. How old do you think Charlie is? Or I guess Charlie's the baby. So Charlie's what you think he's an adult yet? 
it's been a he's, while. Yeah, like because I'm I graduated from college like 2005. Yeah, so so that's like 15 years ago. But then maybe, we it came out like my sophomore year. Maybe Charlie's. So it's probably eighteen. Yeah, and maybe he turned eighteen and sold it to buy his first house or something. Yeah, or maybe the other kid, the kid that got bit, should be the one that makes the yeah. money. No one knows his name. We only know Charlie's name because he's like Charlie bit my finger. It's probably it's probably the dad. The other dad's like screw you both. These are assholes biting each other. Um, but okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much for the seven hundred thousand dollars. Let's take a quick break. We're going to talk about some trailers. I don't know, you know, like, because things were hectic before this one. I didn't send you all the trailers, but I think you've probably seen a few of these. And some of them I'm going to skip because we're already running running up against the time. So, okay. I will see you guys all on the flippity flip. Bye. Need affordable graphic design? Visualantidesign.com should be your first stop. High quality work at low, low prices. Perfect for every need from corporate to personal. Visit visualandydesign.com now and request your free quote. And for a limited time, mention Audio Knots for 10% off your first project. And we're back. The Tasty Trailers. Yum, 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 yum. Um, so I know for a fact you saw this one. Uh, what did you think of the Snake Eyes trailer? G.I. Joe, Snake Eyes. Um, It was a very meh to me. Meh. Yeah. Why? What what made you go meh? I don't know. It's just I was never like I grew up. I wasn't a G.I. Joe fan like you. Yeah. With the cartoons, because I think yeah. I was a little too young in that for that era. So and you've so, only been exposed to the shitty movies. Yeah. So I, I would do it. <laughs> yeah. So I have no like emotional Connection. attachment to it. Yeah. So I'm just like, yeah, I'll watch it if it comes out on like Netflix or something. So you wouldn't go to the theaters to see Snake Eyes? No, no. Did you go to the theaters to see any of the G.I. Joe movies? No. I think I saw all those on Redbox. Oh, I'm embarrassed to say that I've seen all the movie, all the G.I. <laughs> Joe movies in the, in the theater. I told you offline that we took Kid Danger to see um, the second one where Destro gets his face melted off. And I thought, well, G.I. Joe, it's for kids. This should be fine. And he was probably like six or seven. He was still pretty young. And man, it terrified him when they started melting off Destro's face. We had to leave. I didn't get to see the end of it, <laughs> well, which is probably no big loss. Yeah, you didn't miss much. No. So uh, Snake Eyes is coming out. Stars Henry Golding, which I've only ever seen him really in like chick flicks. So it'll be interesting to see him as an action star. Has he ever done anything as far as you know? No. The only thing I've seen is him in Crazy Rich Asian. And I think, and, isn't he in that like Christmas movie? Yeah, with uh, Khaleesi. Yeah, Khaleesi. Emily, Emily, Amelia? Amelia. Amelia Clark. Clark, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I, I think I'm with you. I don't think I would go see this in the theater, but I would probably, I'd probably rent it. I would rent it for a couple bucks. Um, it was funny because I saw on the Twitter that a lot of the, there's some like serious G.I. Joe bros out there. You think that it's like, oh, you like G.I. Joe? Yeah, I grew up on G.I. Joe, but I'm not connected like these guys are and they're all upset because snake eyes in the cartoon and in the comics i think it's the comic guys because a lot of people don't realize there's a huge gi joe comic book series um where he just doesn't talk you know he's not a talking kind of guy and so they're all upset that he's rolling around looking all nice and talking because i guess in the comics he looks more like deadpool underneath the mask and they're all kind of like what the heck is this this guy's too where simu lee was too ugly apparently this henry golding guy is too good looking <laughs> 
and stuff. Everybody's like, oh, pissed. You know, you can't win, you know, no matter what. GI bro. GI bros. The GI bros, they were they were all mad and butthurt. So uh, if you are a GI bro and still interested in it, uh, Snake Eyes comes out exclusively in movie theaters on July 3rd. Oh, speaking of movie theaters, I'm actually going to one tomorrow. Another one. Another one. What uh, movie are you going to go see? We're going to go see A Quiet Place Part 2. That's awesome. I can't wait to hear about it. I've been still searching, trying to find uh, it streaming somewhere, and it's not streaming anywhere. So I'm this close to buying it off of Amazon. Because you know Amazon, you can rent movies. And I've been collecting. I've been doing this. I'm I'm the cheapest bastard ever. I've been doing this thing that if you don't choose Amazon Prime when you buy something, they'll give you a dollar fifty digital credit. So I've been adding up my digital credit so I can get it. Oh, nice. Yeah, Yeah. there's always like digital credits. What the hell am I? Am I going to use digital credits towards? Yeah, for renting movies, for renting Quiet Place One. (laughs) Well, that's exciting. I can't wait to hear your review. Yeah, we're having a date night tomorrow, so it'll be fun. That's awesome. So yeah, that's really soon. So you'll have that review for our next podcast. Yeah, we're both vaccinated, so we're like, let's go, dude. I'm all, I'm all about it. You know me. I've told everybody in the world. If you're vaccinated, I think that you can start to experience things like normal again. Uh, my second trailer is Sweet Tooth. I'm pretty sure you saw that one, correct? Yeah, with the, the little the baby. Weird deer kid. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Sweet Tooth. Uh, we they came out with a second trailer because we talked about the first trailer where it was like, oh, we hope there's a lot of Will Forte. That was kind of the conversation at that yeah. point. Yeah. The second trailer gave us a lot more. Like I kind of like it got me more excited for it. I've never read the comics, so I don't know how comic accurate it is. But uh, I really, I think I'm I'm stoked for Sweet Tooth, and it comes out. We'll probably all talk about the first episode of Sweet Tooth by our next podcast as well because it comes out on June 4th. After seeing the second trailer, are you more or less excited to see it? For me, I'm more interested. Yeah, you're yeah. more intrigued at this yeah. point. Because the first one, we're just kind of like, well, I'm intrigued. It looks, uh, it looks interesting. Yeah, is it and weird then, conceptually? Yeah, and then this one gave you more, and you're like, ooh. Yeah, you kind of like. I like the scene at the very beginning where they show like all the babies <laughs> with yeah. all their weird animal like traits. I'm like, okay, there's a whole bunch of them, not just a Bambi. Yeah, so something happens. We're trying to hunt Bambi down. So maybe all those poor little babies already been extinguished, which is a little dark, but okay. <laughs> um, I'm gonna skip that one because I know you haven't seen it. Uh, I'm gonna skip that one. Did you see the new Loki trailer? They they released a more full blown Loki trailer that gives us even more action. And I almost I almost didn't watch it because I know for a fact I'm gonna see the show. Yeah, but that's I my thought. thought. That was my thought too, but I thought oh, I'm gonna watch it because it started off with this like robot thing, like ripping off his clothes and him getting all upset about it. It's really good, so it just goes more into the whole TVA thing. We see some more of uh, is it Luke Wilson? Which Wilson are we getting? I can't remember. Luke Owen Wilson. Wilson. Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. You yeah. remember Luke Wilson? Whatever happened to him? Yeah, he's. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, it gives us more Owen Wilson. Uh, wow! But- wow! Wow! Wow. Um I, I'm I'm I was already stoked for Loki. Yeah. But I'm even more like pumped because I'm really this is the show though, if they do it wrong, is gonna be the first one that really disappoints me. Because I've been excited for them all and they've all been like, well, okay, that's like one division was so unexpected, it was fun. Uh Winter Soldier and you know Falcon gave me exactly what I was kind of jonesing yeah. for. Solid. Yeah, but if this one comes out and it's like I'm, I'm because I the expectations for me at least are way higher. If it's crap, I'm gonna be so disappointed. 
I hate time travel, and this is all about time travel, man. <laughs> I've heard a lot of people hoping because you know Disney owns uh, Deadpool now, and there's been a lot of talk about how do you introduce the mutants, how do you introduce Deadpool, that this Loki show could be a possibility because we were seeing that you know the rumor that Kang's going to be in there and things like that. But there has been a lot of talk, a lot of chit chat. But this is this is internet chit chat, so I don't know what you take from it because there's a lot of chit chat in Wandavision too. But uh, about what if Deadpool shows up because he's definitely somebody that's foobarred time with his not dying a whole bunch, right? And he's foobarred the X Men timeline and killed them all. And the Marvel universe, Deadpool shows up to kill him. And that's how they kind of straighten things out. And now we have Deadpool in the MCU, and we've gotten rid of all that stuff. <laughs> Oh man, that'd be that's interesting. They should do that. Yeah, it's a really clever. I'm not taking credit for it. Someone else on the internet who's yeah, smarter yeah. than me came up with that. But it's really clever. And it's clever enough that they could do it with literally a five minute cameo from Ryan Reynolds and be done with it. Yeah. And they wouldn't have to show anybody else. So it's uh yeah, it's and a then all idea. All the fanboys' pants would be super tight. And like, oh. <laughs> They'd be like, Oh, you made it work. <laughs> you made it work. So yeah, I am I'm pumped for Loki. Um, uh, I, I don't know if you saw this one, but I just want to ask, did you see gunpowder milkshake trailer? I saw the thumbnail and I like, this looks dumb. So I skipped it. Okay. So Is it amazing. No, I don't know that it's amazing. Um, what was the movie? Didn't we just talk about a trailer the other day with a badass lady? And I'm like, yeah, this is like the, the protege, the protege. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. So this is exactly like the protege, but I think I'm guessing that it's going to be better. So if I had to choose, what? like, you got me in a room, and I had to choose between this protege movie and Gunpowder Milkshake, which is a, just a fantastic name, by the way. <laughs> I just like saying Gunpowder Milkshake. It sounds like a band, you know, next on stage, Gunpowder Milkshake. But, oh. uh, yeah, it stars uh, What's-Her-Face uh, um, from uh, Marvel and... Um, Nebula. The, Nebula, thank you. Yeah. I was trying to remember her name, Gillian... Gillian something? Karen Jacobs? Gillen. What's her name? Karen K- Gillen? Karen Gillen, yeah. I was so close. I had part of it right. So Karen Gillen um, is the star. And it's got um, the mom or the uh, the mean queen from Game of Thrones is like plays her mom. And she's like straight up like John Wick. I mean, this is, we thought the protege looked like John Wick. Everybody just wants to be John Wick now. This yeah. is the most John Wicky John Wick movie ever. Like it's literally female John Wick. So, uh, uh, Jacobs are, what was her name again? <laughs> Karen, Karen, Karen gets a, she's like an assassin, like a kick-ass assassin, right? No one can stop her. She's the baddest of the bad. And one bad guy hires her to kind of like go kill some other bad guys. And she shows up and they've got some little girl hold, held hostage. And she's like, oh man, I can't k- kill this little girl. So she takes the girl, but now she's pissed off both bad guys. Very John Wicky. So now both all the bad guys in this underworld are out to get her. She, she has to go to the library. Does that sound familiar? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the hotel, she goes to the library and the librarian starts giving her books. And inside each book is a different handgun. She's like, I think you need this book. And she opens up and it's one kind of gun. I think you need this book. And it's another kind of gun. And so there's a lot of guns. And then there's all these female empowerment galore. Lots of ladies, lots of guns. And it, it looks cool as hell. They're like jumping around. They're shooting stuff. There's like slow motion gun battles. Everything you can want from this kind of movie. So I think that if I had to choose, I'm choosing Gunpowder Milkshake. <laughs> it wow. looks cool. Yeah. So it's kind of like when they made this, are they 
are they making so that the ladies will love action movies or are they just making it for the dudes that love think- action movies but hot ladies <laughs> <laughs> well maybe it's both right uh, so win-win. i think that we're moving into a world whether we like it or not and just i wouldn't say we wouldn't like it but because we're not used to it where they've said guess what guys not only are dudes action heroes, the ladies can be action heroes because yeah. we went, we talked about that last episode where we went from big jacked up Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone dudes to like Keanu Reeves being an action star. It took us yeah. a while to get used to that. And now we're all used to it. So I think it's only a matter of time before nobody blinks an eye when it's an all female cast rolling around, just blowing the hell out of people. So yeah. we've learned that soft, beautiful females can also be overly violent, you know? So, you know, it is what it is. Action is action action is action so my last trailer uh is one that you said you've got to see this and you made a meme about it and everything oh i did uh, the big trailer for tomorrow war starring chris pratt uh let me let me hear your thoughts on tomorrow war now you've seen the full trailer uh, i was like is this is this like a serious movie man it looks just like future man i'm like what is a future man and then the dumbest thing about it, it's like, this happens in 11 months from now, you know, the yeah. war's going to happen. I was like, now in 11 months, you guys are going to invent time travel? <laughs> laser guns and all yeah. sorts of stuff. Because he's just like, at the beginning, he's just like watching like a football game. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, imagine like next to 2022, there's time travel. I'm like, okay. Dude, I love me some Chris Pratt. That movie looks terrible. Oh my like, god! There's no way it's gonna be good, right? No. And he's not even the like Chris Pratt works best when he's the funny one, when he's the humor guy, you know. And instead, they have the other guy though. It's funny too. Like they got that dude from Detroiters. Yeah. He gets to be like the sidekick funny guy, and but Chris Pratt's playing the straight man. That's the problem. <laughs> and he's like, I'm like, oh, I don't buy him as the straight character. He's got to be silly, otherwise, it's not good. And of course, they had to like take off his shirt. And, hey guys, look, I'm like still not fat. Still not fat. <laughs> Tell Thor to suck it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I saw that. I'm like, man, this movie looks terrible. Yeah. At least it's coming on a, a service that probably most people own, which is Amazon Prime. So you don't have to go to the theaters to watch it, which means I probably will watch it because, yeah. because it's already on something I'm paying for. Uh, it comes out July 2nd. If anybody's interested in seeing Tomorrow's War or, or the Tomorrow War with Chris Pratt. Yeah, I might watch it just to see if it, I could prove myself wrong. That it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe this will be the opposite of Loki. Loki, I have such high expectations. And if it's crap, I'm going to be so sad and upset and angry with it. Yeah. Maybe this movie, I'm going in with such low, like Army of the Dead type expectations <laughs> that it will be amazing. Like, wow, that was way better than i thought it was gonna be yeah we gotta reverse psychology us yeah. into it yeah you never know you never know um i think it's time to dip our toes in the new jacuzzi okay we're back this is gonna be interesting because i'm gonna do all these news stories from memory and some of them i choose sometimes and i'm like i don't have to remember this i have the tab <laughs> <laughs> not today <laughs> Not today, but this is perfect. I mean, it has, there's never been a better segue. You know, we're talking about Chris Pratt and all that. You remember Chris Pratt got his big break. I mean, he started on a few other things, but his big break was on Parks and Rec. Yeah. And Andy. He, Andy. 
Andy, yeah. yeah. Fat Andy. That was back when he was definitely chubby. He still wasn't afraid to take his shirt off. <laughs> yeah. He was built more dad bodish. Me and Chris Pratt. I, at one point, I had a body like Chris Pratt. Um, so uh, he had a band on that show called Mouse Rat. Yeah. And Mouse Rat made all sorts of dumb songs. So for the anniversary, and I think it was like something crazy. Remember, this is all off the dome. It's like, I want to say the 15 or 20 year anniversary of Parks and Rec. But it sounds right. Could have been around for 15 years. It seems like it, maybe. Um, they're releasing a Mouse Rat album, their debut album, a real musical album. And they say Chris is on a lot of the vocals. Comes out uh, August 27th. We wow. can actually jump on Spotify and listen to Mouse Rat's hilarity. That, that's that's a good concept i like it it's so fun i think that's really a good way to promote the people probably i'm assuming they wanted to buy the blu-ray box set and they want them to go online and buy all the stuff and i think that's a really clever way to make you excited about it i wish that i had the tab open for this because there was a whole list of all the crazy song titles <laughs> which was pretty funny because it was as stupid as you would have guessed from a group called mouse rat sung by you know chris pratt nice yeah, it gets, it gets them on the news again. Yeah, it's smart. It's good PR. And yeah. it probably didn't take them any time to do I'm sure they had some band create all the music and they say, hey, will you sing these few lyrics over a half hour? <laughs> um, so you remember a long time ago, I think in one of our earliest episodes, back when we had crappy microphones and were half as good looking, um, we talked about Gwyneth Paltrow and her company called Goop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Goop made a vagina scented candle that was all the rage. And that was her vagina scented. Yeah, it smells like it smells like Gwyneth's vagina. You like walking around. It smells like Gwyneth's vagina in here. <laughs> I'm gonna start doing sure. that. That might be my new entryway. Just, <laughs> I'm just gonna walk into rooms. It smells like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina in here. Um, she released this candle, right? Well, guess what? Not only does it smell like <laughs> not only does it smell like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina, it also <laughs> explodes maybe like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina I don't know <laughs> so uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's company Goop is being sued Ooh. after a man has claimed that his vagina scented candle exploded and caught a portion of his home on fire so he's suing them for and like I said I don't have my tabs it was over a million bucks so uh, vaginas cause trouble guys I think that's the lesson to be learned here <laughs> Like how how do they prove that? Like how do you prove that? Like I, I've never seen a <laughs> so distracted. My Twitter popped up. You know how they send those things, and it just I didn't see what it said, but it was by some user named Blazer Slut. <laughs> I'm like, nice. <laughs> uh, sorry guys, Blazer Slut confused me, and I could stop talking about vaginas for a second. But uh, yeah, I don't know how you're gonna prove it. I'm assuming that he probably has photographs of the damage to some degree and things like that, but. I don't know. How do you show that it's negligence versus faulty vagina candles? Uh, oils. No. Well, yeah. I mean, Scented maybe vagina. He needed some oils put on there. I don't know. There's fire. <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh my God. So crazy. So crazy. Um, my next story that I uh, have on here is uh, Vegas. You know, uh, for those out there who are wondering, yes, we may be going to Vegas soon. And the best part about it, you wonder, is Vegas is officially removing all post-COVID restrictions starting June 1st. That's like next week. 
Yes. Yeah. So if you're I'll be in Vegas, Vegas soon too. It's yeah. If you're into Vegas and you want to go to Vegas, supposedly it's, I mean, of course, businesses can choose and do their own things, but they're in the business of making money in Vegas. Um, they're going to be open, open for business across the board, everything, no restrictions on anything uh, except for if any kind of company wants to have their own restrictions. So that's, that's pretty cool. It'd be so dumb. Like I can imagine um, the pool has like these plexiglass to divide people. <laughs> They're just like one at a time, please. Yeah. Only one at a time. You have to like wait your turn. Okay, you get five minutes in the pool. Thank you, sir. Your time is up. We need you to get out. Come buy a twenty-two dollar drink because yeah. uh, everybody thinks Vegas has cheap drinks. Only if you're gambling and you have to wait forever to get that free drink, it's not worth it. Man, their booze is expensive, and the closer you move towards a body of water, the more expensive the drinks get. So, like, I can tell you from uh, certainty that I bought a bucket of beer at the Flamingo Pool, and it was like sixty-five dollars. It was for what would normally be like a twelve-pack for like six beers, man. Yeah, it's insane. It's crazy. Go to CVS. That's yes. my tip. Hot tip. He's completely right. Here's the second hot tip. If you really want to be a baller. Go to CVS. You always wear a backpack when you're in Vegas. Buy a couple of uh, things of your favorite booze. You can just toss them in your backpack. Go to uh, um, what's the Hell's Kitchen? It's got Gordon Ramsay's fish stick place. <laughs> it's like a fast food place. They're the, like the only place there that has uh, cups. So you can get like old school, like restaurant fast food cups. Get a cup of Coke and then use that to pour your whiskey. And you can walk every time you walk past it, roll back in. They're so busy, they don't notice. You can fill your Coke back up. Free refills. Yeah, free refills, buddy. And then you just pour your three dollar rum on top of it. It's it's amazing. Damn, this like man, the hottest tip, dude. It's the hottest tip. We're not gonna have we're gonna try to do it next time. And like, what are all these people in here? Yeah. Are you here buying fish sticks? You here for the Coke? Everybody's here for the Coke and rums. I get it. This this old boy guy told me to do it. He what? said. So my last story, my last story has to deal with something that just came out. Uh, they've announced that they've cast Craven. We've talked Ooh. about Craven on this podcast a few yeah, times. He's yeah, one of my yeah. favorite Spider-Man villains. Um, he's the one that committed suicide and traumatized me as a youth. Um, you Craven, win. You win. Craven has been cast, and it's a, a former MCU character, which is shocking because I've never really seen him do that too much. Yeah, I kind of question the the choice. I I do too. Like I I'm not stoked on who they chose, but they did, and we'll see how it works out. So Aaron Taylor Johnson has been um, hired to play, you know, kick ass himself. He got kick ass choice. Yeah, yeah, he's a kick ass choice. He did Quicksilver, and now he's going to be Craven. I'm not sure that I see it, but maybe they're right. But it is the Sony version of Marvel, which is always a little awkward and weird, anyways. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, uh, Boss Logic did like a um, mock-up of him. Yeah, looks pretty cool. But I just, I just feel like he's he was already in the MCU. Yeah. Why put him back into like the Sony version of it? You know. Well, now he's in the Walmart version of the MCU yeah. because yeah, Sony's stuff is always not quite as good, other than Spider-Man itself. But it's such a bummer because I would love to have because they said it's a Craven solo movie, which makes me think you won't even have Spider-Man in it, kind of like how they did Venom. And uh, I really was hoping to get like a really good guy cast as Craven. See, if Sony was smart, it would have been like, hey, yo, Marvel, let's partner up. I'm going to do all the prequels about the villains. And then you guys could take them and do whatever you guys want, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah. And I mean, I think every time Disney helps them, they make more money. So I don't know why they're so like against it, but it does seem like they've worked it out on Spider-Man. Um, we'll see. They talked about having all the Sony films end up on Disney plus. So it'd be curious to see if something like Craven and Venom end up on Disney plus. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I just felt like there's so many choices and yet you, you settle on kick ass. Yeah. It is weird. It is weird. That's it. That's all I have. You have anything else? No, man. I think we're, um, we could have been going for two hours, but we're going to cut it short. Yeah. Oh yeah. We could have gone forever. We were over an hour according to my little time clock here. And yeah, we, um, yeah, I definitely had some news stories as some trailers left. So we'll have another pack show next week. Something to look forward to. So everybody make sure to come back and flip in and we will see you all on the flippity flip. Bye. Go, Go Blazers. Show me what you got.